Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Okay. Okay, okay. I must admit, I am clearly a mutant. I am definitely a mutant. I didn't do my homework. And the liberal mutants in their headlines beat me, and I need to talk about it. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. It is a podcast. I am a, I, this podcast serves the purpose of me being a civil rights advocate for conservatives and outing liberal mutants in America, and defending America against liberal mutants. And I might need to, someone might to, might need to defend America against me and my ignorance and not doing my homework and jumping immediately out to congratulate someone when in fact I should have known better. I should have known that the liberal mutants would overlook something that Trump did and claim that they did it first. My fault I'm a mutant. I apologize. Liberal mutants overlook the first openly gay cabinet member so that they can claim they have the first openly gay cabinet member. We'll talk about that. We must talk about liberal mutants wanting to cancel 100 Republican congressmen and men and women, whatever the hell you call them, and... Let's talk about executive orders. What is an executive order? How often do executive order uh, executive orders get used? And how do you challenge them? But first, I must apologize. I saw the news. I, I, I'm, I'm a complete mutant. I saw the news that Mayor Pete Booty, Pete Buttigieg, we'll call him Pete Booty because I don't know how to say his last name, I saw the news that he got uh, uh, confirmed as the trans- transportation uh, secretary, USDOT. Now I don't know if he's going to be good at it, and I, and I don't care if he sucks. I'm gonna if he sucks. <laughs> That's so bad. If he's bad at it, I'm gonna rip him. Period. That's what I do in America. We hire people based on merit. We hire people based on work ethic and whether they can get the job done. We hire the best person for the job. Regardless of race or sex. I don't care who you're fucking. If you're good at the job, you get the job. I don't care if you're fucking... On a hundred dicks. If you're good at the job, it's yours. So, it's about time in America that we had an openly gay secretary. And And I congratulated Pete for that. But then people pointed out how much of a mutant I am. Because I didn't do my homework. I didn't look it up. I didn't Google and say, hey, who is the first openly gay cabinet member? And of course, President Trump appointed Richard uh, Grenier, I think is how you say it, as the director of national intelligence. And he, in fact, is the first openly gay cabinet level member. He is. Now, he was not, a, he was not confirmed by the Senate, Pete Buttigieg was, but it doesn't change the fact that he was still the first 
openly gay cabinet member. Appointed, not appointed, what does it matter? And here, I'm going to blow. I'm going to blow. <laughs> I'm not blowing anything. We're... <laughs> Listen, cut the shit. <laughs> I'm not going to blow. <laughs> I'm going to make your... <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. It's not funny. I think it's complete garbage that the mutant, that the liberal mutant media overlooked the fact that there was already an openly gay cabinet member. I think it's complete garbage. But you know what? I'm going to be okay with it, and this is how. So if there are any liberal mutants listening right now, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to be okay with it. I'll give you Pete Buttigieg. You can have Pete Booty as the first openly gay cabinet member as long as... As when VP Kamala Harris becomes president because Biden dies or because of the 25th Amendment. When she becomes president, she is not the first woman president. Uh, you can't have it. If you want to have Pete Buttigieg as the first gay cabinet member, you can't have Kamala be the first female president if she becomes president without being elected. How do you guys feel about that? How do you like that? Oh, you don't like... Oh, I can hear the liberal mutants' heads exploding. The liberal mutant heads go, what? What do you mean? Of course she'd be the first president. Of course she would. Well, if she... If, if something, God forbid, happens to Sleepy Joe, if Sleepy Joe, his dementia gets any worse, you know, like when he, when he says, well, we're going to have 200 million vaccines and we're going to double it, which means we're going to have 600 million vaccines and it's 600 million vaccines is enough vaccines to vaccinate 300 people in america so when you guys finally decide that dementia joe needs to go and you put the 25th amendment in effect well kamala harris she's not the first female president right right because she wasn't elected she wasn't confirmed right is that is that correct are we all on the same page here so again hypocritical liberal mutants need to always have it their way. They dictate history. They write what happens. They're, it's history through the liberal mutant eye. So, I apologize to President Trump. I apologize to Richard Grenell, I think is how you say it, who was clearly the first openly gay cabinet member. Period. He was appointed by President Trump to be the director of national intelligence. He served in that role as acting director. Therefore, he became the first openly gay cabinet member. But the liberal mutant media likes to overlook that shit. They don't want to give President Trump any credit. They don't want to even acknowledge the fact that he supported the gay community, which, by the way, I support the gay community. And please, if there are any gay bashers watching right now, get out of here. I don't have any... Listen, I no tolerance at all for mutants that gay bash. None whatsoever. Period. I, I'll defend... I don't Listen... It's America. I don't care what you do. You do what you want. You want to marry a dude? Marry a dude. You want to fuck a shoe? Go ahead, bro. Bang a shoe. I don't care. I could care less what you do with your life. I am all about execution. And if you can execute, fantastic. If you cannot, you don't get the job. So, plain and simple, we're pointing out the hypocrisy in liberal mutant media 
And I bought the hypocrisy today. I'm a scumbag. I'm an idiot. I bought it. I wanted to post about Pete Booty. Pete Buttigieg, but I call him Pete Booty. I wanted to post about Pete Booty. I thought it was great, and I think it is great that there's an openly gay cabinet member. I don't know if he's going to be good at it. I don't even know if the guy's qualified for it. I know he was a mayor. I guess a mayor, being a mayor, makes you qualified to be the, the transportation secretary. I would guess not. I, w- I would think that someone <clears throat> that was a state, you know, like the head of a, you know, like Massachusetts DOT or New Hampshire DOT would get the upgrade. But I, I please, I, I don't know. And I don't want to argue that. What I want to argue is, I, here, I, <clears throat> I believed it right away. I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. Pete, Pete Moody. It's going to be the first gay cabinet member. It's about time. I thought it was a momentous occasion. And then someone pointed out to me and said, hey, you're wrong. There was already a cabinet member that was open again. I'm like, really? So I Googled and lo and behold, President Trump already had an openly gay cabinet member, which the liberal mutant media overlooked. So apparently conservative gays aren't good enough. If you're a conservative gay, it doesn't work. You can't be gay and conservative. We can't let you have it. We can't let President Trump be the first. To, it's, it's just like when Joe Biden was picking his administration and there was a bunch of females. There was all these stories about how Joe was hiring all these women. Bro, Trump surrounded himself by women. This dude had so many women and... and it, his, his administration, his staff office was loaded with women. Fucking good looking women too by that. Ah. Mm. Anyways, that, like it matters. Don't care if you're good looking or ugly, I could kill us. If you execute, you get the job. So I think it's disgraceful by the liberal mutant media that they would overlook the actual first openly gay man to be a cabinet member. It's, it's ridiculous. Just... For the love of God, cut the shit there. In, in, in the words of the late great American Stan Paziali, cut the shit. Cut the shit. Now, I'll say it one more time, loud and clear for the liberal mutants to hear. Just like this. If you do not rec- recognize Richard Grenell as the first openly gay cabinet member, and the reason that you don't, is because he he wasn't confirmed by Senate. He held the job in the cabinet. He held the job in the cabinet. He held the job in the cabinet as the director of national intelligence. Therefore, he is the first. But fine. We'll play the liberal mutant game and we'll say because he was not confirmed, which is basically an election by the Senate, he didn't win the election the, the Senate, there was no confirmation. He was just appointed. When Kamala Harris becomes president, because Joe doesn't make it, whether Joe passes away, whether Joe gets shows too much dementia, whether you guys bounce him out on the 25th Amendment, then we will all say, sorry, she's not the first female president. Sorry, Kamala, you're not the first female president because you didn't win an election. You just ascended to the presidency because Joe got pushed out of the way. You weren't confirmed. You weren't confirmed. Bro, that's like the guy, uh, 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 honestly, if the guy sucked a dick, right, but it wasn't a confirmed dick, there was no confirmation that it was a dick, but it was a dick. It's a fucking dick. He sucked a dick. It's not a fucking Pete Buttigieg. 
They both did. And this guy got the job first. The technicalities in the garbage. And I, and I know like, I get so dramatic about it. But cut it. Cut it out. I can't stand it. Please. Stop. He is the second openly gay cabinet member. Stop the shit. Just because you guys don't want to give Donald Trump a shred. A shred of goodwill. You'll overlook a man. You Can you imagine how difficult it must have been for Richard Grenier coming up as a conservative, as a gay conservative? How difficult it must have been for this man? He's, a, he's an old, like, dude, you know how difficult that must have been for him? And you just overlook him? You don't give him the proper groundbreaking ceremonial things that you would give to someone that's a liberal? If it's a African fucking... Uh, let's, let's see, if we had an African-American uh, uh, conservative, no, 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 let's overlook them. Democratic one, ooh, let's, let's have a ceremony immediately. Let's get the media going. We have a Democratic African-American. And if it was a conservative Native American, an Indian, well, well, I mean, uh, maybe he's not really an Indian. Well, oh, look, there's an actual Democratic Indian. Let's get the ceremonial gods out. We'll all get down on one knee. Just cut it. Cut the shit. I'm moving on from this topic. Just I, I can't stand it. You guys are hip, you guys are hypocritical. So I'll say this one more time. You guys can have Pete Buttigieg as the first openly gay. <clears throat> you can have him as the first openly gay secretary because he got confirmed, meaning he won the vote in the Senate. When Kamala Harris becomes president, not by winning an election, but by taking over either 20 through the 21st Amendment, or if something happens to Joe, he passes away, and she becomes president, she is not the first female president because she didn't win the presidential election. So there, you guys set the precedent, you got it, and I can't wait till it happens, because I'm just going to jam it down your throat. But of course, of course... <clears throat> <clears throat> I gotta clear the liberal mutants out of my throat. <clears> throat. But of course, when Kamala Harris becomes president, not by winning the election, but by ascending because of the 21st Amendment or the death of Joe Biden, you guys will all, the, the parades, the commentary, the groundbreaking moves Kamala made. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. Now, I'm not a mutant. I don't care how you got the job, whether you were appointed or confirmed, it makes you the first. So if Kamala Harris becomes president, not by winning an election, but by just getting bumped up, then she's the first female president. Just like Donald Trump had the first openly gay president. I mean, our first openly gay secretary member. He was a cabinet member that was a secretary. He was the director of the national intelligence. He was the first openly gay. You guys are assholes for not saying it. There, we're moving on. <clears throat> let's get, uh, to, let's talk about Rep. Cori Bush. She's, she's a new representative. Representatives being the House of Representatives. House of Representatives is in Congress with the Senate. You know that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Congress is made up of two houses. The upper house is the Senate. The lower house is the House of Representatives. Senators are congressmen. Representatives are congressmen. 
Now, I know we don't call them that way, but if you call the senator a congressman, they'd probably be pissed, but they are a congressman because they're in fucking Congress. Anyways, this rep is asking for an investigation into all 100 plus Republicans in Congress that spoke out about verification of votes. These people were doing their job, backing their constituents, believed that they were doing what they're supposed to be doing, say, hey, we're going to challenge some of these verifications. Now, hear me out. In, on, on the verification of Electoral College, every single time, every four years, as a matter of fact, when George Bush ran for president, both times when George Bush won the election on January 6th or whatever date it might be when they counted, when they, I, I guess it's always January 6th, right? So on January 6th, when they counted the Electoral College, Democrats questioned the certification. There were Democrats that did it. There were Democrats that did it when Donald Trump won. So maybe because we can now impeach people after they have served, we should go back and we should go and investigate the congressmen and women that are probably still in Congress that spoke out against George W. Bush's uh, uh, voter certifications, Donald Trump's voter certifications, because it happened. It happened in 2000, and then it happened in 2004, and then it happened in 2016, where Democrats challenged the fact of whether or not the votes should be certified. Well, since we are doing this to people, we should go and we should get them out. We should cancel them. You Democrats are fucking morons. It is your duty as someone in Congress to challenge things that you don't think smell right. If you don't think it's right, you challenge it. You've done it yourself. But now that Republicans are doing it, you want you here's what she she does. She wants them investigated and expelled from Congress. 100 Republicans, she wants them investigated and expelled, and Black Lives Matter, of course, is backing them. Black Lives Matter is all over it. We want these dirty, nasty, scumbag conservatives removed. But when George W. Bush, I guess it would be 2001, in 2001, January 6, 2001, when George W. Bush was getting uh, his electoral votes counted, Democrats were like, well, we got some problems here. We want to challenge some of these. And then again, when he won his second term, we had Democrats saying, ah, we're going to challenge some of these certifications. And then when Trump won, we had Democrats. Yeah, we're going to challenge the certifications. But yet no Republicans demanded that you be investigated and expelled. They took it as your duty to do the job and to make sure that there wasn't something funny. But no. Here in the United States, ruled by the great and powerful wizard of America, Joe Biden, in the one party oligarchy and the one fucking party authoritarian whatever the fucking word is that we live in now if you are a conservative they're coming for you they're going to cancel you even if a democrat has done it before democrats had protests that turned into riots no big deal nothing to see here don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. But conservatives get together and have a protest. Breaks out into a riot. 
Ah, all hell breaks loose. AOC is having fucking traumatic. You don't understand. You guys tried to kill me. You tried to kill me. Ah, it's been fucking shut up. No. No. But then if you're a Republican and you try to you try to debate certification, your opinion is that something's fraudulent. We want to stop you out for your opinion. But when a Democrat says, oh, no, 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 it's cool. It's a Democrat. Oh, cool. But when a, when, a, when a conservative does it, you guys get all fucking Willy Wonka. You look at the thing, you're like, no, you stole, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. You cheated, et cetera, et cetera. You get nothing. You to fucking lose. Good day, sir. Beat it. Beat it. The hypocritical bullshit is pissing me off. No, you guys didn't have the first openly gay. Nope. 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 Trump didn't have that. No, you can't challenge certifications. Well, you did. No, 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 no. We want you stomped out completely. We want you gone. Rand Paul gets fucking attacked in Washington, D.C. No investigation on the people that attacked him. AOC's hiding in their fucking under her toilet because the fucking people got into the Capitol and they're all going to go to fucking jail. But not the people that attacked Senator Rand Paul. This day, hey, hey, Rand, no, 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 sorry, bro. You're a conservative? <laughs> You're good. <sighs> all right, last... Uh, but but not least, executive orders. All presidents have used executive orders. All except except for one, and, and and I don't. It's the guy who died in thirty days. He's the only president that never used an executive order. I don't have any beef with executive orders. Trump used over two hundred in four years. Obama only used just over two hundred in uh, in in eight years. Joe Biden is on a pace to use 600 this year. We're calling him a dictator. Rule by dictator. I don't have a problem with, with, with executive orders. And I know you guys don't want to hear that. Presidents use them. They've been used time and time again. What I have a problem with is that they're not being checked. By that I mean, where is the check and balance? Where is Congress to check them? No one is taking Biden. So there's two ways that you can ref, that, that, that you can check an executive order. Here, here's how it works. The president can sign anything into an executive order and it immediately becomes law. It has the effect of law immediately. And it can be challenged in two ways. You can sue. Someone can sue. And the Supreme Court can get it. And it gets to the Supreme Court and they can deem it unconstitutional and the executive order gets, it gets overturned. Or Congress can make a law against it. Of course, the president could veto that law and then you'd have to get two thirds of Congress to pass it again to overturn it. But there have been no checks. What's, there's only been one, one check and, and it got overturned in, in court, in a federal court. That's my beef with executive orders, no matter what. No matter what president uses them, no one whether it be Trump, whether it be Obama, whether it be Bush, Clinton, whether it be the great and powerful wizard of America, Joe Biden, no one should have that much power where they can just sign something and it becomes law. 
without it being checked. It's disturbing to me that a president, any president, guys, anyone, can make law without, without the people's say, without your say. It is literally representation. It's not even represent. I don't, I don't know the word for it. It, it, it is the very definition of a dictator to be able to make law over the land without checks and balances. I just want them to be checked, and this is not a shot at Joe Biden. I don't care. He is, he's made some executive orders that I don't agree with. Obviously, I don't agree with shutting down the pipeline. I don't agree with letting immigrants in the country. I don't agree with, with shutting down the wall. I want someone to check them. Where are the Republican congressmen stepping up to check these orders? Where are the people suing them? Where are the attorney generals stepping up to take Joe to task for his executive orders? And not just Joe, all presidents. Can you imagine what people, how people feel? Do you know how up in arms people get when the Supreme Court legislates from the bench? It's garbage. We don't want a court that legislates from the bench, and we do not want an executive that legislates from the fucking White House. Congress's job is to legislate. They are the exe- they are the legislative branch. They make the laws. They have people that represent us that we vote for that make the laws. The court should not have so much power to make law. The president should not have so much power to make law. We need checks and balances. This guy is rifling off executive orders at, at a rate of 600. He, he's on a pace to do 600 executive orders this year. And again, I don't have a problem with it. Congress can write 600 fucking laws this year. But there's a check to it. There's a check. It has to pass the House of Representatives. It has to pass the Senate. Then it has to get signed by the president. It either gets vetoed or accepted. And then if it gets vetoed, it goes back. Executive orders have no check and balance. Someone has to actually challenge it. So I call to the attorney generals across the country, step up. Where are the lawsuits against the executive orders? I challenge Congress. Where are the fucking challenges to the executive orders on both sides? Chuck Schumer, if you agree with what Biden is saying, make a law, pass a bill. Have it go through the proper channels. Sometimes executive orders are important. I'm not pleased, guys. I really don't have a problem with executive orders. Yeah, I I already said it. I am not in favor of shutting down the pipeline. I'm not in favor of letting more illegal immigrants in. I'm not in favor of giving amnesty to 11, 11 million of them. I'm not. I'm not in favor of it. But that's not my beef. My beef, my beef was, it's the same with Trump. When President Trump did that executive order to, uh, to extend unemployment benefits, bro, I was irate. I was bullshit. I wanted someone to shut it down. I'm like, are you kidding me? We're going to give people money for doing nothing? I was pissed and I wanted an attorney general to sue his ass or I wanted Congress to step up and say, no, we're not doing it. You need You need to have no one, listen, no one person should have so much power.
No court. The Supreme Court should not legislate from the bench. We have a legislative branch. They make the laws. And if we don't like the law, or if the president doesn't like the law, he vetoes it. If he vetoes it, it goes back to Congress. They can override it. And then if it's deemed unconstitutional, the Supreme Court shoots that shit down. Executive orders almost never get challenged unless an attorney general from a state or, I mean, a person could sue because it could violate their right. But unless an attorney general steps up or Congress steps up, we need more checks and balances on this. Today, he signed more executive orders on a pace for almost 600 this year. But I guess I shouldn't say it like that because it makes it seem like I'm just shooting it at Joe. At Trump, he did over 204 years. Obama didn't have nearly as many. He only did 208 years. George Bush had plenty. I don't know the exact number. There are actually presidents that did over 1,000. There are four presidents that have over 1,000. FDR had 3,000. The president should not have so much power. That's all. Not one person. And I don't care if it's a Democrat or if it is a Republican. I'm just pointing out the fact that they, with the wave of a pen, they can legislate and no one's doing anything about it. Only one lawsuit so far. Just one. And it didn't even really, nothing really happened. It just got paused. There was a pause. The precedent is, is not good. And, and it's been going on. It's Listen. It, I, I guess it's been happening. I guess Ulysses S. Grant, as I did my research, Ulysses S. Grant is the one to break the seal. 300 executive orders. And then after that, it was all hell break loose. Everybody signs executive orders, no check and balance on the power that the president has. And as far as I can tell, there's nothing in the Constitution that actually gives the president the right to have these types of orders. But again, I'm going to say it. I'm okay with the president having power to do this because sometimes you have to act quickly and you need to put things into motion immediately. And I can understand that. What I can't understand is that no one, Democrat or Republican, immediately steps up to check the balance of power. It, you just look the other way. It's okay. I'm more upset that the Republicans don't do it, to be honest with you. I'm more upset. I don't expect Democrats to fight immigration problems. I expect Republicans to do it. I don't expect Democrats to give two fucks about the pipeline and jobs that got lost at all. But I expect the Republicans to do it and the Republicans to step up and them to find a way to sue and them to find a way to check and balance on Joe's executive orders. All right. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Please, do me a favor. If you like the podcast, share it with somebody. Text them the link. You can get it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Pass it along. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get my podcast. I record it live on Facebook and Instagram. If you're watching on Facebook or Instagram, share the feed, share the link, follow me. 
I do videos throughout the day. I comment throughout the day. I'm trying to make this a big ass fucking podcast. It's my next venture. It's it's on top of Take Junk. It's on top of uh, my Homevestors franchise that I own. It's it's my next thing. I want to create content, and that's what I'm working out to do. And without you guys, honestly, I'm nothing. Thank you so much for listening. God bless, and God bless America.